Hey, Maddie. What? What do you get when you mix a Virgo and a Sagittarius? A good time. A hot mess. <laughs> Hi there. My name is Allison. I'm Maddie. And we are two best friends from northern Minnesota who both enjoy low-maintenance houseplants, highly caffeinated beverages, and everything spooky. In our podcast, our conversations are going to range from being zen and mindful to strange and unusual. It's not a phase, Mom. Or is it? Edward Live! Guess who's back? back oh, yes. Back. We're back! After a month! Sorry for the um, extremely long hiatus. We love you yes. all and we're back. Yes. Um, a lot of things happened and we tried to, I don't know, focus on things in our lives and we're like, ah, we can't do everything. And Yeah. We, I know, <clears throat> it's good. We took the time and now, yep. and now we're back. So We had some like mental health stuff we, we had some had people die we so had many some things school and work and stress and yeah there's just it's so many things many things and you're overwhelming out school and like it's just yep it's just a lot but we're back we're back and we're gonna talk about creepy stuff too. and it's may it's gonna be may yeah it's gonna be may it's already yes, may so it's may 3rd uh and we're so excited. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so happy that we're recording again. This has been way too long. Yep. And we decided that we're going to start each episode. Yes. We are going to um, pull a tarot card, and that's going to be the the episode's, like, card of the episode. Card of the episode. Not the episode's card of the episode, just the card of the episode. The card of the episode. I haven't had cold, and I'm on a lot of medicine, so yep. I apologize. Um, we, bear with yeah. me. So... A um, little sign to see. Let's just hold on. Sorry for the for the bonk. Oh, it's fine. Oh, I get to pick it. Yeah, I figured okay. like you can shuffle, I can pick, or Cute. I can shuffle, you can pick. So let's just go like this. Okay, grab it. Um. Okay. Well, no peeking. No peeking. Okay. I didn't peek. It? I picked it. Okay. okay. It is the chariot. Ooh, she's a badass. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at her. Let's post this on our Insta. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I will look and see what the chariot. The means. chariot means. Because we're not super well. Oh, I'm dropping things. Hold on. We're not like super uh, smart in the whole tarot biz. Yeah. No, we're still kind of figuring things with out, baby so. tarots. We don't know what we're doing. Okay, the chariot. Chariot. Oh, okay. I love this. Oh, is okay. it cute? Okay, great. I think so. Great. Okay. The chariot. She rules everything around her. Yes. The chariot rides on a silver gleaming motorcycle, ready for battle. Ooh. She's got her leather armor to protect her. Her crown points towards the sky, and she's connected to nature, her emotions, and to the stable ground beneath her. The chariot has worked hard to balance everything in her life perfectly. <gasps> everything is in its right place and under control. Victory might not be easy, but she'll win in the end. It's time to be a boss and get shit done. Oh my god. <laughs> Metaphorically or literally, put on your most badass leather jacket and toughest boots and get ready to fight. Fight for yourself. Don't give up. Don't let anyone run you off the road. It's probably going to take a bit of force and mental energy, but you're confident. You're powerful. You're prepared for this. Victory is yours. Oh my god. Okay, well that's a good sign. That's um, a great sign. And okay. It literally just told us that taking a hiatus was like what we needed to yeah. do because we're stable now. We're well, back. All we're, right. We might not be stable, well, but we're, we're like But we're ready. We're ready. Oh, we got to keep that take a picture. Yeah. Okay. I'm obsessed. It's okay. I love it. Amazing. Well, on that note, how 
are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. I'm Especially after excited. that, I'm like, oh, okay. I know. It's like... I'm great. No more complaints. Last week of school, and I get to go on a yes. trip. I get to go to Salem. Massachusetts next week. I'm oh so gosh. fucking excited. You're and then I come me, home. You're going to bring me back a ghost. I will. Yeah. And then I come home, and then it's your wedding. Yes. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Life has been flying by. Uh, this month felt like a blink. Yep. Holy crap. This whole year. I mean, yeah. It's been like, oh, it's May. Oh. What do so, you look at that? <laughs> how about that? Um, one of our good friends' birthdays in a couple days, right? Yeah, it is. We got, we got two birthdays, day? yeah. Two days. Izzy's the birthday is Cinco de Mayo. Wow. So okay. we can dedicate this episode to Izzy then. This, this, this episode is dedicated to our good friend, Izzy. Heck yeah. The best... Taurus woman ever. Amazing. All right. Amazing. She's a little chariot. Chariot, too. Yes. What else? Huh? What's, how, how are you? What's new with you? What's good? Huh? I mean, I'm now part-time at my job. I was Thank full-time. Yeah, snaps, snaps for everything. Yeah. That was a really good choice. Yes. Um, so I'm working three days a week instead of five. It was necessary. Mm-hmm. Glad I did that. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's been really good. Um, deadline for the wedding is coming up quite quick. Uh, I'm so excited. And things are getting done. You know, things have been ordered. Like, it's... Yeah. We're, we're getting in. But now that we're in, like, the last month before, I feel like it's going to be like, wow! Every yeah. day until. But... It's literally almost a month away. <laughs> no, it's like a month and two weeks. Okay. month and a week and a half. Well, <laughs> I think I just sprouted a gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. From I just excitement. got your invite in the mail a couple oh, days ago. Oh, yes. And I saw it today. Heck yeah. I was like, oh my god. Okay. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, Lord, she coming. Oh, Lord, I'm Marcy. I'm about, about to bust. bust. <laughs> TikTok. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Amazing. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about uh, haunted places in Minnesota. I love it. Um, the start of this is going to be haunted places in the Duluth area. And oh. Duluth. Um, just figured, like, ooh, haunted places near us. And then, I'll, and then we were like, wow, there's more. Yeah. We, you know, got to do more. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just, should we just, like, jump right in? Yeah. Let's do it. We're ready, because we're on a leather. Because like, we're chariots. Yeah. We're on chariots? No, well, We are the, chariots. The specific tarot deck that I have is the the modern witch tarot deck. So it's, like, kind of newer artwork, and it's, like, it's all female, and it's, so the chariot, I think the original in like the uh, the Rider Waite tarot deck is like an actual like chariot, whereas this chariot, chariot, not chariot, the chariot, the chariot. No, she's on a motorcycle. So we're on a motorcycle with leather and okay, yeah. All right, zooming. all right. Well, we zoom in. Let's. Um, do you want me to start? Do you want to start? Let you me... can start. Okay. Yes. So send us on our way. This first chunk. Um, a lot of the information was found on hauntedrooms.com, so I always want to cite that and mm-hmm. people don't yell at us. Yep. So, as you all know, unless this is the first time you're listening, you're like, who are these people? What's happening? Oh, God, yeah. We should probably introduce oh, ourselves. Oh, yeah, hey. <laughs> I'm Allison. I don't normally sound like this stuffy, but I'm sick, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> I am sick. the Sagittarius of the bunch. Yes. With the duo. <clears throat> and who are you? Who's this? Uh, I am Maddie. Madison. Maddie. uh, The Virgo of the the duo. Yep. 
And I always sound like this. (laughs) (laughs) And I always sound like this. Yes. Okay. I apologize for the sniffling. I'm trying to, like, turn my head away so it's not as in your face. Aggressive, but... Yeah, it's, it's cold season, y'all. It do be like it. It and, do be. You know, it's also pollen season. Yep. If y'all have allergies, you understand. Yep. Okay, so. Back to you, Allison. All right, thank you. <laughs> we should we should just do that. Okay. <laughs> so Duluth is one of Minnesota's major port cities, uh, which is where I live. And, you know, Northland, fun area. Yep. It, <laughs> it's super fun. It is so fun. It is the largest metropolitan area on the shores of Lake Superior. Uh, yes, ma'am. It's estimated that 10,000 vessels have sunk and approximately 30,000 people have perished on Lake Michigan over the years. So oh my that's God. a part of like the Great Lakes area. Um, oh, my God. Our lake that's right next to us, you know, that we see every day. Um, there have been about 350 shipwrecks recorded in Lake Superior. And a creepy thing about Lake Superior, we're just jumping into the, the creepiness, mm-hmm. uh, is that Lake Superior is known to not give up her dead. Because the water is so cold, uh, with all the shipwrecks and stuff, all the bodies that have not been recovered are still at the bottom of the lake. Um, over yeah. 10,000 lives have been lost in her waters, <clears throat> and they are perfectly preserved in the cold depths. So, Which is scary as hell. To kind of explain that, um, normally bacteria decaying a sunken body will bloat it up with gas, causing it to float to the surface after a few days, but since it's so cold, um, year-round... Like, it's just, it doesn't inhibit that type of growth, and the bodies just sink, and they never resurface. Ha! Well, and if you're more interested in, like, shipwrecks... Yes. ...from Lake Superior and the Great Lakes, um, we did an episode. Yes, yes, we did. I don't remember which one it was. Was it, it was like, one of them. It was, like, five, maybe. No. It was, it was, like, in the beginning, I think. Because what's his number? Is this 20... 26? 26? We should have wrote that down. No, I think... 25. 25. Oh, oh, oh that's it. Look at us go. Yep. Um, I can tell you right now, it is episode 13. Mm. So not episode 5. Not episode 5. Not <laughs> even close. It was like smack no. right in the middle. Yep. Okay. But it's fine. It's all good. So, anyway. Um, talking, as you were. Yes. So, jumping back to Duluth, um, one of the city's biggest claims to fame is that it apparently is the birthplace of Pi a la mode. Which is pie served with a scoop of ice cream. Really? Yeah. So think of like Betty Betty's pies rustic in. Bitchin'. Yeah, the North Shore was like, let's put ice cream on that. And people were like, Yeah, let's put ice cream on that. That's amazing. I know, right? Cool. Um, so <clears throat> besides all the happy ice cream stuff, um, Duluth is also known as something of a hotbed of paranormal activity. So I have eight of the um, most haunted places in the Duluth and the Duluth area. Amazing. Kind of have it like chunk, like different chunks here and there, but yep. so we have eight in Duluth and then more in Minnesota. Amazing. So I wonder. So I think it was two years ago now. I went to my local library for a little <laughs> my speaker. <local> library. <clears throat> um, the Duluth Paranormal Society came yes. and mm-hmm. talked about like the stuff that they found and shared pictures and stories and experiences and sounds and stuff. So I wonder if they're going to talk about anything. I bet no Pemming's on here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So the first one on the list, number eight, is the Duluth-Denville Auditorium. It is. I know. It is one of the most haunted places in Duluth. Oh. 
Yeah. I mean, what's in top eight, one of the most, like... Holy shit. (laughs) So the story linked to this location says that a former teacher at the school died there and is still lingering. There is a spirit that is said to hang out backstage, often rearranging backdrops and messing with scripts, props, and costumes. What? Yeah. (laughs) And there's also reports of disembodied voices backstage. And if anything is left on the stage overnight... It's almost always tidied away the following morning. So it's like put away nicely. They're like, yeah. So at least it's kind of a helpful ghost in a way. Damn. Uh, however, the teacher is likely not only this only spirit there. Uh, it is also said that several students have committed suicide both under the stage um, by throwing themselves from the balcony. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so dark. <laughs> Ah, that was yeah. like, oh, nice. Clean. I have goosebumps. So I was like, yeah. oh, nice and clean and death. And suicide. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it gets, gets dark real quick. Um, uh, wow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> since you did the shippy one, uh, do you want to talk about the William A. Irving? That's number seven yes. on the list. Yes. Number seven, the William A. Irving ship. Yes, ma'am. Uh, if you've ever been to Duluth or Minnesota, you know that the William Irving is like the tourist ship that you mm-hmm. can go and walk through and hear stories and go in their bunk bunk rooms and whatever. Go in the bunk. Go in the bunk. <laughs> I don't even think that's what I know they call what you it. Mean. You know, yeah, the barracks. No, I don't know. We're we're not in the navy. I don't. I'm not in. Uh, we don't I just claim go to, to know much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's different. <laughs> um, so the William A. Irvin is another spot that is said to be one of the most haunted places in Duluth. It is best known for being a haunted attraction with live actors over the Halloween season, but few people realize that it's genuinely haunted. Uh, have you ever been to the? Yes. Didn't we go together? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's weird. I feel. <laughs> Did like, you have know? Been there? I well, I feel like we went like freshman year. We didn't like really know each other that oh, well. Oh sure. So. Oh yeah, I think we it was probably with did. A group of people like Chuck yep. and Matt and everyone. Yep. Um, I think. Or maybe I just have a false memory. No, I think we definitely did that. I feel like I remember those people standing in line being goofy freshmen. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Um, Creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. I wish the actors were a little bit more oomph, you know? Yeah. Gave it their all, but. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh. The common sighting that employees relate is that there is a lady in white, and she's been seen, like, walking around the ship. She's usually up on the deck and dressed in period clothing. Huh. Oh, dear God. I wish like we would have seen her. I mean, maybe 18. we did see her. Maybe we did. Yeah. Watch now. Like, she, she knows what she's the doing. Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> she really needs to step up her game. Yeah. Her, her scary. Or it's for the Yelp review. Step up her game on her scaring. I can't talk to her. I think I makes too many cold medicines. <laughs> I said wow. step up the gang on her, like, st- I, I don't know. Right, yeah. Um, Back to you, Maddie. <laughs> nobody is at... <laughs> oh. I just picture, like, an office thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. Like, okay. a, like, the anchor, like, <clears throat> bend back to you. Now with the weather. Uh, now, no one has ever been able to identify, like, who she is or why she's tied to the vessel. Um, but there's also said to be a former captain who's still overseeing his ship. He's most often seen in the captain's chair and is said to be angry that the ship remains in dock and is no longer seaworthy. That makes sense. I'd be pissed, I'd be too. pissed too. Like, like she's ready for the water. <laughs> land ho, but not. We're on land. <laughs> too long. Land no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, gosh. I uh, forgot to sniffle away from the mic. I'm sorry, everyone. It's fine. Um, <laughs> there, are, there are two uh, other men haunting the ship as well. One sticks to the front of the ship and apparently does not understand what's happened to him. Me too. Oh, sad. <laughs> Me too. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> While the other sticks to the rear of the ship and has confirmed that he died from falling from a ladder. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, that just sounds terrible. I always wonder with these, it's like, ah, yes, this ghost confirmed. Like, yes. I mean. <laughs> Check <laughs> yes or no. <laughs> well, I just wonder, do I mean, obviously, a lot of times, like, if, like, the Willie Mayer, I mean, obviously, there's been EVP, like, sessions and stuff. I'm assuming if it's been places that have been, you know, ghost hunters have gone and tried to access information from these spirits or whatever. Yep. Um. I just wonder if they're like, how'd you die? And they're like, ladder. Ladder. They'd be like, he fell from a ladder. When he could have been like, no, the the ladder that what you just, you know, you don't know. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, that's very sad. Um, This man's remaining family have confirmed that is how he died. Oh, (laughs) should have read ahead. Oh. But uh, say that there was always something untold about his death. Which yeah. could be why he stayed there. So maybe mm. something is like someone pushed him or something. Oh God! I mean, I maybe think. yeah. Some happened though, where they're something like, naughty. we don't know why, but mm. that, that's very sad. I don't like that. Oh, well, that was number seven. What's now we're number on. six. Number six is Anger Tower. Wow. Um, which is a big tower in Duluth. <laughs> and that's and that's that. Uh, that's that. <laughs> Like, you can see it. It has, like, a big light on the top of it and surrounded by a bunch of other... Like, not really surrounded, but there's a bunch of other, like, cell, to- cell phone towers in that mm-hmm. area. So... Can't miss it. It's on a hill. It's big. It's on a big-ass hill. It's, it's, it's a, a pointy tower. thing on a hill. If you imagine, yep. like, Rapunzel, like, she was in a super yep. tall tower, that's kind of... <clears throat> but, like, half of her size. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But still, like, just the cylinder. Like a Pringles can. Yes. With rocks and... Yeah. Stone it's made of stone, it. yeah. Yep. With some windows and stuff. So not not um what <laughs> rapunzel i just i was gonna say sleeping beauty and i was like that's wrong i just said it what okay i'm fine rapunzel um, stone tower yeah rapunzel stone tower okay so one of the most well-known haunted places in duluth is Anger tower uh there's a local legend that a man committed suicide in 1948 by jumping head first off of the fifth level of Anger Tower. Jesus Christ, why would you jump head first? I don't know. I mean, God. yeah. Uh, he died immediately upon impact, and although his corpse was discovered just a few hours later, he was never actually identified. Oh, God. Perhaps this is why he feels bound to the tower where he died. Oh, God. It is crazy how many, um, like, Jane Doe's there are and John yeah. Doe's. Because if they didn't have, I mean, obviously, like, even in the 40s or 50s, like, if you did, if some, you know, they're like, oh, who's this man? And I'm like, well, I don't know. If you didn't have ID on him, it, yeah. was, it was a different time. And it's really sad. Um, but apparently visitors to Anger Tower say that they have seen the man on the fifth floor of the tower before they enter. Um, however, once they reach the top, he's no longer there. And since there's no other exit, uh, it has baffled many visitors. How many floors does it have? I don't know. Is it like I thought it was more than five. It was oh, yeah. more than five flights of stairs. Oh, for sure. But maybe he didn't jump from the top then. Maybe he only jumped from the fifth. Yeah. Head first off the fifth that, level. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh. I know. 
Why well, just jump from the top? Or just not don't jump at all. That's fair. Yeah, but do that. Let's not jump. <laughs> let's not jump. <laughs> just jump from the top. No. <laughs> okay. Please don't jump. So, uh, yeah. So apparently, I just have a thing for like dark humor this yeah. week. Well, you know. <laughs> Earlier, uh, so <laughs> oh Allie's gosh. sister, who I just call my sister because that's who she be. Well, yeah, but that's um, who she be. We bought her like a self defense like keychain thing at yeah. this craft store that we found. It was super cool. So it had like a stabby thing on it, and it had like pepper spray, and some of them had an alarm. And yep. uh, she really likes lime green and black, so we <laughs> got her the lime green yep. and black one. But it didn't have an alarm on it. And the girl that made him was like, oh, yeah, but just so you know, like, this one doesn't have an alarm. And without even thinking, I looked at her and I was like, oh, it's fine. She can scream. <laughs> and the lady was like, oh. It's <laughs> like, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I just said that out loud. <laughs> like, that should not have came out of my mouth. That should have stayed a thought. Yeah, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, number five. Yes. Um, It's called The Depot. That's where the trains go. Not the Home Depot, the Train Depot. Yes, ma'am. The depot has been the focus of a number of paranormal investigations over the years, Mm -hmm. and some compelling evidence has been collected there, including a lot of EVPs. Mm. We Um, should get a a ghost box. A a ghost box? Like an EVP machine. Let's do it. A sound thing? Yes. There's another name for it. It's not ghost box, but I think... I think we should call it a ghost box. Spirit box? Spirit box. Spirit box. That's what it's called. I was like, that's, that's, that's the great value version. Ah. The ghost box. <laughs> B-O-X-X. Yes. <laughs> Only for $5.99. <laughs> Don't forget your coupon. Okay. <laughs> Several EVPs. Um, so there has been an apparition caught on video walking Ooh. on the train in the museum area. There are lots of different stories concerning who the spirits might be um, that are haunting the museum, and most of them have some kind of connection to the trains. I believe it. Have you been to the depot? No, but it has I really a, want to. It has a creepy vibe to it. You haven't rode the trains? No, I really want to. Oh, we got it. We, we got to ride the train. Yeah. Um, like up the shore and back. Yes. They have a pizza train. Fun. Um, where you go and you get Domino's pizza and they oh. also serve alcohol, <laughs> and it's super fun. So you can just sit on the train and eat Domino's and look out the window and be like, "Wow, look at that lake!" And so sip. we can crappy wine right we can be like linda and yeah Bob. exactly like bob's burgers episode when they do the train precisely spit into that urn i mean <laughs> a spittoon yeah. i was like what what episode did you watch <laughs> oh god i would ra- I'm, I'm i'm gonna go out on a limb there and say that i i would not be comfortable spitting in an urn i i, I maybe I, that's I second just me that. okay okay so at least we can agree <laughs> i didn't know what it was called okay a spittoon spittoon yep is that where you like spit in it and it goes tink? Yeah. In the old days? I think there's another name for it too. Um, oh, what's it called? A, a spittoon or a. It's what you'd. You go to the bathroom in and then you dump oh, it out. Oh, God. A, uh, oh, um. I know it. Once you say it, I'm going to be like, God damn it! A, oh, my God. Uh, spittoon word. What the fuck? No, just look up what people used to poop in. What do people use to poop in? What do people use? Yeah. Not what did. Oops. It says take a fiber supplement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh. I feel like in my mind it sounds like colander, but it's not. It's a um, chamber pot. 
a chamber <laughs> pot. That's what it is. <laughs> it's, but that's not. It's that's not what that's called though. It's a chamber pot. I would um, bet my firstborn child that isn't born yet. It's like oh bedpan. That's what I'm thinking. Oh no, chamber bedpan. Pot. Okay, chamber pot. Yes. Okay. Yeah, anyway, chamber pot. Oh, that's a creepy looking one. Oh, I just God, looked up images me. of it. Um, it has like a. Oh, I thought it was a like a skeleton in it, but it just has like. <gasps> oh fuck! That's the bottom part. Honestly, no, I know. Oh. I, it is kind of fitting. I like that. You know, oh. age of the revolution. Okay. Oh. Well. Poop on <clears throat> Napoleon. That's humorous. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like all yeah. the, the different like goofy political figure things that you can put on shirts nowadays like oh yep. like poop on the yeah that's cute i like that what's number four? Oh, hey it's my turn mm-hmm. it's number four is griggs hall at the university of minnesota duluth go dogs yep Oof. okay so that was weird so yes honestly so rumor has it that griggs hall over at the university of minnesota um has a haunted bathroom. Brad's sitting great. So did Cole. Oh, man. We My brother. Stories. Oh, I should ask him. Um, there's not just one, but two ghosts that have made their home there. And they are both believed to be former students who died of alcohol poisoning. Oh, God. The spirits manifest mainly in the form of sounds and smells. Um, what? Uh, witnesses have reported hearing moaning, cursing, and retching sounds. And smelling a real foul aroma. They're so, just constantly barfing. Yeah, that's not a good way that's to. Not a good way to hang out in the afterlife. Oh, yeah. No. Well, and I feel like, in my mind, I would be like, if I were living in Greg's, because I never did, but even thinking about like other college bathrooms, you know, go yeah. to the bathroom, you hear someone ralphing, would be like, hey, good. Right. Look under the stall, no feet. I'd be like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like uh hello i'm not gonna drink anymore <laughs> ever yeah. yeah creepy number three Ooh, and then you can tell your story about this one yes. uh number three is glensheen mansion so glensheen mansion sits on lake spear yes. it was originally built in 1905 by the congdon family and it is part of the congdon neighborhood now mm-hmm. um it is listed wow on the national register of historic places heck yeah um basically like the richest family in oh, whatever so time yeah. 18 some 1905 yep uh 18 <laughs> that year 1905 yeah the houses but they were rich specifically what huh you were gonna say specifically oh i was just gonna say i just said specifically 1905 when the house was built that's when they were the richest ah, just, they I were was, the richest family yeah i was just being a turd oh um however it is a house that has seen a ton of tragedy yeah. the ghost of elizabeth Con- elizabeth congdon is said to be wandering the mansion messing around with the lights um the library is apparently a hot spot because elizabeth loved to read in life that's one of her biggest mm-hmm. hobbies um, many visitors have reported seeing a hazy white mist drifting between the stacks. Oh, God. I would not want to, like... I mean, I, I we've been here, like... Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Yeah, like, I've definitely, like, been there. I don't really remember the library being creepy, but I would not want to see a hazy white mist drifting between the stacks of books. I'd be like, no, thank you. Um, there also have been reports of disembodied screams coming from the house after dark. And there was one occasion when a woman in period clothing appeared in a photograph taken on the stairs during a promotional photo shoot. 
Oh my god. Um, the mansion is now owned. <coughs> bless you. Thank you. By <clears throat> the University of Minnesota, and regu- and that they have regular tours mm-hmm. now and then, you know, all the time. So, my coworker used to work there. I should ask her oh, for yeah. some stories. Yeah, but tell me about your story. <clears throat> well, um, I mean, I've toured there a bunch of times, but the one time that it was a really, really creepy situation, um, it was in October, and we did the flashlight tour. Mm-hmm. So they offer a bunch of different tours throughout the seasons. Like in the Christmas time, they have it decorated for Christmas, and it's just beautiful, and it's like, ooh, it's yeah. all cheery and festive. And then during the spooky months, uh, they have flashlight tours where all the lights are off in the entire mansion, and only the tour guides have flashlights. So if you go on a tour... There's usually two tour guides, one at the front, one at the end, and there's two flashlights. Oh, God. It's so creepy. Uh, when we went on the tour, I think we were, like, one of the last people. Um, it was quite late in the day. Like, it was late. And my friend and I, um, we were going through, and uh, my one friend, she had re- she'd said that whenever we were in, like, bedrooms or you know, like, more private mm-hmm. rooms of the home. Um, she would said that she felt kind of, like, an uneasiness and just, like, a like a cold pressure on her back, almost as if, like, a hand was, like, get out of my bedroom, please leave. <laughs> but the creepiest thing that happened... Um, actually, I'm going to wait before I say the creepiest thing. Okay. Um, the tour guides told stories about paintings flying off walls and oh, the things that God. they've heard, and apparently Elizabeth also does not like when people curse. So, if late at night, um, the tour guides are, like, cleaning up and locking up stuff, and if any of them are swearing, they feel a tug on their ear. Imagine some, like, little old lady, like, nope, no cursing in my house. Nope. Like, I would just evaporate if that happened. (laughs) 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 Sorry, bye. Bye. Gotta go. Gotta blast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But the creepiest thing that happened was towards the end of the tour, um, we were walking by the main staircase where... Like you just previously talked about, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, a woman in period clothing appeared in the photograph, um, taken down the stairs. Um, just a little backstory. If you don't know about the tragedy that happened, um, Elizabeth Condon was murdered, as well as her nurse slash maid um, in the house. The maid was killed on the staircase, mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Condon was um, killed in her bed. And as we walked by the staircase, we heard, like, someone running up the stairs like a super mm-hmm. loud like dun, 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 dun. and then obviously all of us were like whoa, whoa what's happening and there was no one there and yeah. the tour guides like had the radio and they were like all right who's upstairs that's not funny like knock it off mm-hmm. and they were like no one else is upstairs you guys are the last people in the house <laughs> and we were like oh okay what did they do did anyone scream no we were just all like all right and that wraps up the tour <laughs> so it was just your family or were there like a couple other random people with you i'm trying to think it was a relatively small group because it was i'm trying to think because uh, i would have been seven people with just you guys yeah i think it was i think it was just us because it was it was a relatively small group damn that. <laughs> yeah that was that was terrifying I don't, I mean, I would definitely do a flash of the tour again because I'd be like, hello. Yeah. Gonna run up the stairs, but it is also sad <laughs> Remember too because, me? <laughs> hey, what up demons is me, your boy. Yeah. Um, but it is really creepy and it's it, sad too because usually um, if spirits are kind of like still, I don't know, tethered to this world or yep. you know, the in between, a lot of times they will 
kind of relive their last moments. And so for oh, yeah. the gal that was murdered on the staircase, obviously, if you were being chased, you'd run up the staircase. So she's, like, reliving her last Oh, God, event. they're stuck in a loop. I know. Because she was killed on the landing. Yeah, like, on the landing. In between the two staircases. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was... That's creepy. Too bad. Yeah. Well, moving on. Yeah. So, the number two on our list. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was funny. I was like, hee, number two. Because <laughs> I'm a child. Ah. <laughs> ah. Okay. Who <laughs> does number two work for? It is the Duluth International Airport, which I talked about in our episode about the Dogman, because mm-hmm. there's some other creepy shit going on with cryptids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you think of haunted places, an airport is probably not the first thing you usually think of. Um, however, does not change the fact that the Duluth International Airport is one of the most haunted places in Duluth. Uh, it is apparently haunted by the ghost of a lady who was murdered nearby. Security guards oh. have seen the woman on a number of occasions. Oh. And she has also been known to set off security alarms, make doors open and close by themselves. <laughs> God damn it, Carol! Like, <laughs> naughty! <laughs> and it has also been suggested that uh, the reason why she haunts the airport is that her killer ran there to hide after <gasps> stabbing her. Oh. And now she's forever searching for him in order to seek revenge upon him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So she vengeful. Which, I mean, makes sense. If someone oh, hell stabbed yeah. me, I'd be like, what's up, fucker? <laughs> <laughs> Time to die. <laughs> Let me knock, you know, put some, open some doors, shut some doors. Yeah. Set some alarms. Damn. Yeah. I wonder when that was. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully I didn't... he's still not alive. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully she got her revenge. Yeah. I was thinking about that, like, the one meme with the middle-aged lady with the martini. Like, oh, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> oh, that is gosh. none of my business. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna look away. <clears throat> oh, number one. The most Da-da-da. haunted places. Haunted place. Duluth, Minnesota. Oh. No Pemming Sanatorium. The Nopeming Sanatorium is a place that um, has seen a huge amount of death. Not only did thousands of patients lose their lives there due to tuberculosis, but there were also several who committed suicide by throwing themselves from balconies. So, Nopeming is when you're coming north on 35 up towards Duluth, right before you get over the hill, there's a smokestack to the right by Midway Road. And that right there is Mm -hmm. Nopeming. So, if you're ever in the area, take a peek. You can't go there because it's all boarded up because um, Ghost Adventures did mm-hmm. an episode. They were the first ghost hunters to visit there. Mm-hmm. And after that episode, a bunch of people tried to like go in and check it out for themselves because yep. it was a very intense episode. Mm-hmm. And so they put a big fence around it. And they, I don't know if they have it like patrolled necessarily, but yeah. it's kind of hard to hop the fence and go take a peek. Right. They had done tours, but... It, you have to pay a lot of money. A lot of money. Which makes sense because there's well, yeah. a lot of shit that happened there. Yeah. Understandable. Um, so, yeah, kind of like Allie said, they had to install metal bars in order to stop. Uh, oh, oh, God. Yeah. Just kidding. This was like, wow, okay. So, because there were so many people who committed suicide by throwing themselves from the balconies, eventually staff had to install metal bars in order to stop them. Yeah. It is believed that the spirits of both tuberculosis victims and the suicides are now haunting the abandoned sanatorium. 
Nopeming was originally built in the early 1900s as a TB or tuberculosis hospital. Um, it also operated as a nursing home right up until it was abandoned in 2002. Damn, that was a long for, that was around for a long time. Yeah, she's holy old. cow. That reminds me of that um, place in Rochester. Oh, Red yep. Wing. No, it's Rochester. Rochester. Yep. Um, there's a good chance that there are also some spirits here from elderly people who died in the nursing home. Um, some of the paranormal activity. However, that has been reported include like shadow figures in the tunnels, disembodied laughter, moaning, screaming, um, other explained noises. One time, Allie and I were actually at Barnes & Noble in the witchy section because we always are. It's where we live. Yep. And, <laughs> you know, the like women could just kind of flock there and it's super fun mm-hmm. because you just, you're just like, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, you like this? Oh yeah. Cool. Here's a book. You should look at that Can one. I have a crystal. What's your sign? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're just friends. Yep. And this girl sat down by us and um, she, we were talking about something and then No Pen Man came up and she's like, oh yeah, I did a tour there and I just felt something like I was in the back of the group and I felt something walking behind me. So I took my camera and I just faced it like over my shoulder and took a picture with the flash on and she showed us this fucking picture. Terrifying. Like it looked like... I, I, I don't even like a like a massive, ceiling tall, I mean figure with literally menacing like kind of like, not slender man necessarily but like just very, very tall yeah very long limbs but it was just kind of just wide. a shadow yeah just, just like a big just menacing huge like... but she said that it didn't feel menacing yeah she said that it felt like it like it was there like she mm-hmm. felt the presence she was aware but of she it. didn't feel danger necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, but, yeah, when she showed us that picture, we were like, oh. Uh, yeah, like, okay. You like, see a lot of stuff, and, you know, people well, are like, like oh, yeah, know. I have pictures. And yeah, I feel like you never know if things are, like, you know, photos are doctored or, you know, edited and all that kind of stuff. This and was not. It, like, like, 100% not. Yeah. And also, like, why would you, like, just from her perspective, too, like, if you're just hanging out at Barnes Noble and just talking about stuff, and it's like, oh, hey, I have this certain picture that I've faked. It's like, why would you do that? Like, right. Why? Like, you're not making any money off of that, so just showing, like, hey, this is super creepy. I'm like, I definitely believe her. Did you hear that? Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. What was that? I don't know. It sounded like it was a beep. Why did it beep at us? It's fine. Okay. So, the hospital was recently, recently featured. I already said that, but continue. Oh. Sorry. I I just realized that I, I... Yeah. You totally My did. bad. Yeah. No, no, that's totally fine. I'm just like freaked out by that beep. Oh, because no, that no, scared no, me. Don't be worried. I'm not like scared. It does it like ghost, every time. Like, but I'm. It just like scared yeah. me because I was not expecting a beep. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, like we said, it's not currently open to the public, um, but it is possible to arrange tours at No Pimming via the owners. So, um, we have some friends who have done it on an overnight tour on Halloween. Yeah. Who? Matt and Chuck. They and did? Aaron, yeah. No shit. Yeah. Matt's um, Facebook picture. I don't know if it's still his current one. Yeah. But him just like standing in like a... Yeah. They went there. I had no idea. Yeah. It's like 200 bucks to do it overnight. Damn. That is so scary. I don't know if I would do an overnight. Mm-mm. Because I, I need my rest. Yeah. I'd do like I a would half not sleep. Night. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. No. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. Um, so most of the people who have paid a visit to No Pemming uh, agree that it has been a very super sad atmosphere, which makes sense since there was like 
years and years of pain and suffering and poverty. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. That's that's no pimming. That's no pimming. I think it'd be super cool to go there, though. Uh, and isn't it, like, the third or the fifth floor that's, like, pretty scary? I think it was... I want to say it's the third floor. Yeah, where, like, that was the trip. most activity happened. Because I remember the, um, the Duluth Paranormal Society, they oh, went there yeah. and did, like, a you know the whole setup mm-hmm. shebang um and i'm pretty sure she's they said that the third floor had like the most activity because that's where they did a lot of the tb patients yeah and like the mental health side and apparently like a lot of people just were not treated correctly there i mean in that day and age <clears throat> it was not good yeah so. a lot of lobotomy assholes yeah. trying to you know I feel like any of the correct people asylums or sanitariums it's like oof it's just yeah a lot of pain, a lot of darkness, and yeah. it's very unfortunate. So, on that note, we're going to branch out a little, go to 11 other haunted places yes. in Minnesota. Yes, ma'am. So, here's another one. Another one. Another one. So, info from this section of the episode is from Duluth News Tribune and Minnesota Monthly. That's Woo-hoo. where this info is from, because i got to give credit where credit is due. So, the Big Winnie Resort and General Store in Benna, uh, located along U.S. Highway 2 in Benna. Um, it is a hotbed for the paranormal, and it hasn't gone unnoticed by those who shop and work under its roof. And here's a quote um, from, one of, from someone. Uh, oh, here, it says at the end. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so employees have noticed... Employees have always noticed talking in the store, uh, footsteps going up and down the stairs, and the smell of my grandmother's perfume. Owner Arnold Dahl said on October, in October um, of 2019 in an interview with the Pioneer. The general store is a federally recognized historical landmark, but the owner said uh, unusual activity also spans beyond the store and onto the land where there are remnants of a German prisoner of war camp from World War II. So that makes sense as to why there's a lot. Damn. Just other than just the store. That that makes sense. So um, if people are curious on where Highway 2 is in Minnesota, because I was, um, it goes from Grand Forks all the way through like Bemidji, Deer River, Grand Rapids, and then it kind of splits off um, where you can take 169 to Hibbing, or you can continue down Highway 2, um, into Hermantown, oh, into yep. Duluth. Mm-hmm. So it just, it's like a... Because where's Benna from here? Diagonal. I'll look it up. It uh, is right by Leech Lake. Okay. Um, it is right on Lake Winnebagoshish okay. in the Mississippi River. Nice. Um, it's kind of by Deer River. So not too far from here. It's like halfway to, it's halfway from Beer, Beer River, Deer River to Bemidji. It's that kind of river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, dang. Well, there's one more quote. Uh, it says, um, this is from the owner, Dahl. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, a paranormal group came out and did an investigation and they caught um, images of floating orbs where the camp was. Ooh. So, I mean, obviously, you know. German prisoner of war camp from World War II. There's going to be a lot of negativity in that area. Yeah, holy shit. So, I would That's go there. That's crazy. 
could add that to our list of places. Yeah. So I feel like we've been to a decent amount of the ones in Duluth. Yeah. Just got to branch out. Heck Hawaii yeah. Over the state. How are we choose pretty? It is gorgeous. In the world. In the world. All right. Uh, ooh. In Sock Center, there's something called the Palmer House Hotel. So the uh, Par- Palmer House Hotel in Sock Center has been has long been considered one of the most haunted places in Minnesota. Ooh. Built in 1901, this historic hotel has treated guests and staff members to a lengthy laundry list of paranormal occurrences over the years. <laughs> there are numerous accounts of furniture rearranging itself, guests hearing and feeling a ghostly cat jumping onto their bed. Cute. I'm just thinking it was like a small human doing that movement. No, it's a, it's a kitty. It's a kitty. It's okay. a kitty. Extreme. It's a happy kitty, not a, not a demon kitty. A okay. Happy. Extreme temperature changes, items being thrown by an invisible force. No, thank you. Um, And ghostly children playing in the hallways. No, thank you. No children, please. No ghost children. No ghosts. (laughs) Get your children out of here. Be gone. (laughs) Um, In fact, the Palmer House Hotel has been the site of many paranormal investigations, including a visit from the Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures crew. Yes. Again. So they've been in Minnesota a few times. They have. It's pretty bitchin'. Um, during the investigation, the crew documented multiple instances of EVPs, um, which, if you don't know what an EVP is, it's an electronic voice phenomena. Ooh. So. Um, oh my gosh. So I just said that it was one of the most haunted places in Minnesota, but it is actually one of the most haunted places in America. Yes. Oh my God. No joke. Big city ghost hunters, including the most recently, you know, the ghost adventures, they flocked to this antique 1901 hotel um, with such frequency that the owner, Kelly Freeze, Kelly Freeze? Freeze, yeah. Freeze? Has had to gently insist on some Western, <laughs> insist on some Midwestern spook manners. Here, as in life, she warns, please and thank you go a long way. In other words, don't be a jerk to ghosts, especially Lucy. Ooh. Don't make Lucy mad. Don't piss off Lucy. I mean, we yeah. all love Lucy. Yes, we do. Um, the hotel's most notorious permanent unregistered guest, as Freeze calls the ghosts, resides in room 17. Mm-hmm. Guests can sit in uh, one of the two high back chairs facing the bed, but not both. Not at the same time. Why? Oh. It forces Lucy to the mattress, and she doesn't like that, says Freeze, because of what her employer made her do there. Hmm. Poor Lucy. Oh, no. Legend has it that Lucy was a prostitute working at the Sock Center House, a grim frontier brothel that occupied the current site of the Palmer. The Sock Center House burned down in 1900, and the Palmer was erected in its place the following year. But the new joint couldn't shake the legacy of abused and murdered women. Lucy is said to dislike men. She reacts to male... Allie's <laughs> just like... <laughs> <laughs> You want to know something, a super side note that's mm. interesting? So today I was at Super One, the grocery mm-hmm. store up here, and um, there was a man in front of me checking out his groceries, yep. and it was a female, uh, I don't want to like assume, well, yeah, but, but yeah. it was, you know, mm. a female cashier, and she was kind of like, oh, hi, how are you? You know, just kind of like mm-hmm. super like, nope, I'm going to scan your stuff and go. Yep. And then I came up and her face like brightened up and she was like, oh my God, hi, like, how are you? Oh and gosh. I get to go on my break soon. I'm so excited. And I was like, oh my God. Saw the shift. Honestly, like you can just see yeah, when men sorry. leave that women are more comfortable. Yeah. Anyway, so Lucy 
does not like men. She reacts to the male guests by slamming the room door. Um, so she slams it so hard that it rattles the artwork on the wall, aggressively dropping. <laughs> wow. And aggressively dropping the temperature. She's like, some bitch, get out. Wow. Damn. During I, wish your... I, kinda, I wish I had that kind of power. You will. Well, I mean, yeah, but when like, pass on. Well, yeah, yeah, but I wish I could, like, it's not as mad. I could, like, slam door and then the temperature drops. Yep. Like, oh, shit. Yep. Like, I don't fuck around. I didn't come here to fuck mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Uh, during a recent investigation, a Chicago ghost hunting outfit allegedly recorded a temperature of negative one degrees Fahrenheit mm-hmm. during their stay. Holy shit. That's so, like, fucking cold. cold. <laughs> that's terrible. Whoa. That's so Not cold. just, like, oh, a gentle breeze. Like, negative one. Burr. Yeah, no, thank you. Wow. That's crazy. That's I love that though. Other active areas include the bar in room 22, um, home to an entity named Raymond, rumored to be L- Lucy's pimp. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite, this is a quote, my favorite is when guests complain about how noisy the people above them were, says Freeze. Then I remind them, you're on the top floor. <laughs> oh my gosh. We should stay there too. Why not? Or at least go visit. I feel yeah. like, like, sleep, like spending Sleeping the night. Sleeping kind of scares me. Because then, like, there wouldn't be sleeps. It's just, you, yep. you wouldn't sleep. I right. just, yeah. All right. And moving on. Another one. Ooh, that was a beautiful sound. You blender Sorry, bottle. my blender bottle. I need you my water. steel. Ooh. All right. So, the next one on the list is the Greyhound Bus Museum in Hibbing. Ooh. So, it is rumored to be haunted. Obviously. <laughs> and there have been reported cases of bus windows opening and closing on their own. That'd be kind of creepy. I don't like yeah. that. And, oh, excuse me. Yeah. That was a big yawn. I'm that sorry. That was a really big yawn. I hope I didn't make everyone else yawn. But yeah. I probably did, so maybe you need to take oh, a Well, I yawned, and then you yawned, and then I hope they all yawned to remember just, to breathe. We all yawned together. Isn't it so sweet? Look at us. <laughs> Sleepy people all together. Okay. So, <laughs> well, Hibbing is the birthplace of the Greyhound bus line. Did you know that? I feel like... I think it's a fun fact that you should I know did? as a Minnesotan, but then like, but, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, no shit. Oh, no. <laughs> You've heard it like You ain't kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Hibbing is the birthplace of the Greyhound Bus Museum, and it's also home to the... Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so it's the birthplace to the Greyhound Bus Line. It's also home to the Bus Museum, mm. which is said to have active spirits roaming throughout its displays. Mm. There have been reports of bus... I just said that same... Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. I must have copied and pasted the wrong thing. <laughs> okay, so uh, bus windows opening and closing on their own, like I said. And there's also reports of missing and moved objects, uh, strange shadows and unexplained voices, especially that of a little girl. Ooh. The children, they just, they're creepier. I, know, the I don't know why they're scary. creepier. Like, if I heard, like, like a woman, like, hello, or, like, a man, like, ooh, like, yeah, it's creepy, but if, like, hello, like, I'd be like, no. Oh. No, thank you. Absolutely not. You can do the next one because you've been there. Okay. All right. So the St. James Hotel in Red Wing. Uh, the St. James is a... So the St. James Hotel's Victorian dining room is reputed to have um, paranormal activity. Paranormal investigators Adrian Liu says that he has seen the hefty walnut table in the center of the room, known as Clara's table, move on its own. Imagine like a huge, a hefty, hefty, <laughs> hefty, 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 hefty
a walnut. Yeah. Like she she dense. She's like she thick with three C's, not two C's. Like she's a big girl. Sack. Dang. Yeah. I would not like to see that. So the hotel is overlooking the Mississippi River and it has a very creepy past that makes itself known to some unsuspecting guests who dare to stay there. Mm. So in eighteen ninety the St. James Hotel was used as a morgue to house the bodies of passengers who drowned in the shipwreck on nearby Lake Pepin. Um, today, the spirits of the drowned passengers are said to still reside in the St. James, along with the hotel's former owner and resident ghost, Clara Lillibald. Lillibald. Mm. Um, she reportedly, reportedly likes to make sure table settings are correctly arranged in the hotel dining room, and she also tends to make her presence known on the third floor, where she lived until her death. Sad. Yeah. Guests and staff members have reported slamming doors, cold spots, and hearing babies crying who aren't there. Oh, God. Um, I have stayed in this hotel, and the experience that I had, um, the room that I was staying in, there was... There was no children on the floor. I was staying there for a mm. wedding, and there was, like, there's no kids nearby. Mm-hmm. And woke up in the middle of the night and heard kids laughing. Oh, and, like, my God. It sounded like it was, like, right next to my ear. And it was really creepy, too, because the room that we were staying in, it had a painting on the wall. And the painting was really creepy. It was, like, these mm. little kids. God damn it. Like, playing in the woods, and there was, like, a squirrel, and then, like, the kids were, like, it looked like they were playing hide-and-seek, mm-hmm. kind of, like, hiding around, like, a tree. Um, so that made it worse. And <laughs> another thing that happened, so, like, when I woke up in the middle of the night and heard the kids laughing and all that kind of stuff, creepy, it was at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, you know, makes sense. The witch hour. When yeah. the creepy shit happens. Ugh. And the morning after, uh, I was talking with the other people that were staying there, and there was, like, two or three other people that had a creepy experience at that exact time. Oh, my God. They didn't hear little kids laughing. Um, but one person, their phone turned on and started playing, like, music at full volume. What? No reason. And the other person, their TV turned on just full volume. Oh, my like, God. Like, it was at the same time. We were all were like, okay, we don't like that. No, thank you. Um, I didn't find notes about it, but from what I've heard from some of my other research about the St. James is that when the hotel was being built, apparently there were some kids that drowned in the well um, down in the basement when it was, like, being built, because apparently that happened. I don't know if it did. I mean, maybe it was just the passengers of this um, shipwreck, um, like Pepin, but... That's very sad. Very creepy. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's... Like, you love the sound of children's laughter, but no. not at 3 a.m. when there's no children around. Correct. Because we tried to, like, kind of make sense of it and be like, oh, well, maybe it's, like, people next to us. No. No, there's there no, weren't. no kids. We knew everyone on that floor. So. Oof. Yeah. That was All right. Next up, Wabashaw Street Caves, <sighs> which were a beautiful, monumental piece of St. Paul, Minnesota that are now... Not a thing, because they got sold, and they're never going to be the swing dancing, beautiful speakeasy that it used to be. So, now that I'm heartbroken, uh, with ties to the Prohibition area, it's no surprise that the Wabasha Street Caves in St. Paul is reportedly haunted by gangsters. Um, Fun fact, Al Capone Mm -hmm. has actually been 
in the Warshaw Street Caves. Heck yeah. Um, the event hall, which was built into sandstone caves located on the south shore of the Mississippi River, was once run as a speakeasy and is said to have hosted a number of famous outlaws, including John Dillinger and Ma Baker, which those are cool-ass people. We gotta talk. We, yeah. We should. Um, it's also said that during the caves, uh, the caves' speakeasy days, three gangsters were murdered there and buried under its cement floors. Um, the Wabasha Street Caves permanently closed on November 30th, 2020, but previously they hosted historic tours and swing nights, um, like swing, swing dancing nights, and guests were guests reported seeing apparitions and hearing phantom music there were also reports of ghosts of a ghostly bartender who would refill empty wine glasses love that yeah but there's like bullet holes in the you can like you can see the cement yeah it's so cool it's a very look up pictures it's a beautiful place it's very neat it's literally like stepping back in time yep it's so cool all right the next one on the list is the schmidt brewery in saint paul so certain developers and condo hunters uh, won't want to hear this, but the architecturally arousing Schmidt Brewery building uh, is home to Minnesota's um, Erlager Maker site yes. of affordable housing artists. Oh my gosh, site of affordable artists housing and next door to Keg and Case Market. That um, it's mad haunted, like it is so haunted, <laughs> like yes. people died there in horrible ways, haunted. Uh, the Schmidt family cinematic history, um, random shootings, gangland kidnappings, has made it a magnet recently for ghost hunters. In fact, Adrian Lee, which we talked about in another thing that I just mm-hmm. can't remember which one it was, um, a London-born historian and founder of the International Paranormal Society. Hell yeah. Love that. Um, he claims it as an inspiration for his book, Mysterious Minnesota. Ooh. We need to get that book. Yep. Why don't we have that book? Okay, so he says, This place still sends a chill down my spine. Holy shit. In 1884, John Schmidt. Jacob Schmidt. Jacob, thank you. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> Is that him? <laughs> Hello? Hello? In John? A- John? <laughs> Jacob? Hello? Jebediah? Jebabub? Okay. In 1884, Jacob Schmidt, a Bavarian immigrant, settled in St. Paul and began making beer as a joint owner of the North Star Brewery, located at Commercial Street and Hudson Road. Nine years later, he was detained by police, but never charged, uh, for allegedly shooting some random pigeon hunters docked on the river behind the brewery. I saw I saw shooting some random pigeons, and I was like, damn, they didn't want pigeons birds being jail. shot. Yeah. Oh Pigeon hunters. Pigeon hunters. Ah. That yes. makes sense. Don't yes. shoot pigeons. Yes. They're just... They're just... Feed the pigs. Yes. Poppins are back. I don't know. What's that from? Poppins. Mary Poppins. Oh, oh, yep, yep, yep. Yep. I, yeah. And pigeons are cute. They're like, they're sky rats, but they're cute, you know? They live in my roof. They do. They live on mine, too. Ugh. Not in it, but okay. Anyway. Anyway. So, there was pigeon hunters that were allegedly shot. In the late 1890s, Schmidt Brewery was officially born. A year later, it burned to the ground. Ah. Oh, God. Off to a great start. <laughs> so, at, ah. the, <laughs> at the height of Prohibition in 1934. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm good. I'm we good. Keep, I, I, I keep yawning, too. I, I okay. cut it off. We're good. <laughs> I sucked it back in. <laughs> the son of the owners, Edward G. Bremer, 
Oh, no. She was kidnapped. He was kidnapped by the infamous Ma Baker gang. Barker gang? Barker. I I don't know if I should mix those cold medicines. I'm like... (laughs) No, you're fine. I'm fine. fine. No, I know. I'm leaning into it. Okay. Holy shit, though. So, The Ma gang. Yeah. She was like The Ma Barker gang. And was held for 200 grand. Oh, my god. Oh, my God. Damn. Okay. But intrigue aside... Most of the hauntings have to do with ordinary brewery workers uh, dying in horrendous ways. Oh, no. No. It's always the poor workers that are just trying to provide for the families. Trying to eat some bread. Exactly. Drink some beer. The good stuff. So, in 1896, two perished in an explosion. All right. Boom. In 1902, uh, Coop. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> person oh, plummeted down an unmarked elevator shaft oh, oh my god. god that's uh, i don't like elevators i don't either i mean obviously like final destination ruined that for me i've not seen that one. you haven't seen the one with the elevator i haven't seen any final destinations no oh i don't think you could i don't think you should my anxiety yeah okay i thought you've seen them no because that movie explains my anxiety ah so I don't think I shouldn't watch. No. <laughs> nope. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for people that if yeah. you, if you've not seen Final Destination, I'm gonna spoil it. If you've seen it, I'm sorry that I'm going to relive this moment for you, um, or have you relive it. Um, so in one of the I don't remember I don't remember which Final Destination movie, mm-hmm. but there's one where um, the people like in the movie they like they they beat death or they cheat death, they escape death. Mm-hmm. Um, from like a vision and then by doing so death is like mm-hmm, you're still gonna die oh, and they'll get like signs and stuff and so this one person um it was like oh you like a guy with a hook hand is gonna kill you and so she's like oh that's terrifying but i'm just gonna run away from the group and uh, so she runs away into this elevator and uh. there's a guy and he has a box full of hooks and she was like he has a hook hand well, I think maybe he had a hook hand too. I don't know. Yeah. But he had like a box of stuff and he was just, just a dude in an elevator. Yeah. She freaked out. Kind of understandably, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, she like tried to like run out of the elevator and the elevator like stopped working and then it started working and she got decapitated in the <gasps> Oh God. Like her head got. Yeah. Oof. Crunchy, crunchy. Yeah. It's Oof. Not... Yeah. So that's why I don't like elevators. Um, why don't you like them? Just don't like them? I just feel like they shouldn't be what they are. I, I feel like I there's there's no way that there should that they can lift thousands of pounds and then just like Big metal ropes stop and yeah. then be fine and then and then a little unnerving. drop and then go back up and then drop and then everything's fine. But if you do get stuck, there's like Sometimes they have holes that you can get out of, and sometimes they don't. Like Toy Story. Have you seen yeah, Toy Story? That's true. Yeah. And they climb up the ropes. Mm-hmm. That's what traumatized me. Okay. So it was a movie about elevators. I mean, maybe not exactly the one you would initially think about, but yeah. Toy Story. <laughs> Children's movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Come on, know, Pixar. Yeah. It happens. Ugh. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, so someone plummeted down an unmarked elevator shaft, and that was in 1902. Two years later, Michael uh, Matthew, Matthew. I, I'm i fine. <laughs> Matthew Kohler, a guy whose job it was to light gas lamps in the brewery, died from inhaling flames. Oh. Oh, my God. 
Oh no. Okay. Um, so during, <laughs> during a recent investigation, Lee communicated with Kohler in the bowels of the building. <laughs> Didn't you just say that the other day? Like, I in the bowels of my bowels? Yeah, and then you were like, what? And I was like, Amanda the depths said that. of my bowels. I said something. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So in the bowels of the building, um, it was, he says, a complete vindication of ghost hunting and psychic process. And it creeped him out. Holy shit. Huh. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Inhaling flames. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just burning. Drowning or burning? Like, oh, no. No, absolutely not. Hell no. Absolutely Hell not. No. Okay. Moving on. Moving All on right. to uh, the other half of the Twin Cities, Minneapolis. We're going to yes. talk about the soap factory. Ooh. If the Palmer House is the most famous haunted site in Minnesota, then the soap factory, a, a cavernous ni- uh, 1883 warehouse on the Minneapolis riverfront, was once an experimental art venue was the fiercest venue haunted site in Minnesota. It is quoted one of the most paranormally thick environments I have ever had the displeasure to investigate, says um, Adrian Lee. Wow. And while Lee is loath to speak in religious terms, he considers the entities there, quote, boarding on demonic. Bordering. Bordering on demonic. (laughs) Oh my God. His four-year investigation of the space has found men getting attacked, a darkness so profound that it blotted out infrared imagery, and perhaps, most disturbingly, the smell of sulfur. Uh, If you watch Supernatural, you know sulfur means demons. Oh, God. What? I just forgot that I work at a brewery, and there's a lot of sulfur, and then I was like, wait, okay, but that's normal because of yeast and and the whole thing, and then I was like, I smelled sulfur the other night, demons... Oh, God. It's okay. No, it's just yeast. Yep, it's just it's just the yeasty boys. Okay. It seems that this is one of the place... That this is the one place that truly flaps the unflappable. <laughs> what that, kind of writing is that this? That sentence didn't make sense. I, you know... Uh, we are... We are the podcast that flaps the unflappables. <laughs> um... Lee, to this day, doesn't go in without a couple pastors. Dang. These poor pastors are like, oh, fuck it. Oh, like, how did you get hired? Oh, I'm not here, bro. Lee's probably like, hey, I just I just love you guys. I just want some friends. Yep. And then they all get there, and they're like, wait, you're a pastor. You're a pastor. God, Lee, not yep. again. I'm not yep. going to go in. Yep. That's, that's what I'm imagining. Yep. <laughs> so the soap factory was, of course, an old soap factory. Um pumping out suds during the soap boom of the 1800s, 1880s. Um, and you know what's... Oh, God. You guys know what soap's made from, right? Because yes, it's uh, animal carcasses. Not Thousands necessarily anymore, but like... I didn't know that. Oh. I'm sorry. That's really gross. <laughs> like, the, the fat, like the No, oh. didn't know that. Oh, okay. Um, the flow of the uh, skins through the factory... Oh, okay. Do you uh, want me to take it? Are you? Would it be better reading it or hearing it? Uh, you can you can just read until like ooh, not gruesome enough for you. You can read that sentence. Okay, okay. So, um, soaps made from animal carcasses, thousands of them. The flow of bloody skins through the factory uh, reveled the current of ooh, rivaled the current of the Great River next door. And at the turn of the century, the building's appetite for flesh made it a no. rest. Oh, stray dogs. No. no. See, I just. Okay. 
So stray dogs, uh, the city paid to be rounded up and murdered. Um, yeah, that's gruesome. Okay, so not gruesome enough for you? Well, consider then that before the warehouse was built, oh my god, that makes me want to cry. You touch a damn dog yeah. and I will murder you with my bare hands. Oh yeah. Don't. You kill a person, like, that's eh. fine, go to jail. You touch a fucking dog. You you are the scum of the earth and you should rot in hell. I'm gonna shart in your eyeballs. Ooh, I'll hold the <laughs> eyes open. Yeah. And Eat then we're gonna have yep. dung beetles oh. come eat your eyes out. Okay. So it's only the eyes. I like where this is going. So because they're alive. So we're sharding. Yeah, no, I know. So this person, okay, <laughs> yeah. so if you hurt a dog, um, you're going to have your eyes pried open by me. And he's going to shart in them. And then there's going to be dung beetles that are going to eat them. Okay. While like, you're still alive. Well, yeah, obviously. And then. Oh, there's more. <laughs> I will cut your Achilles heel. Oh. And that's then. one way to go. You're not light you on yet. fire oh <laughs> you have right. to run i like that to the yeah. river that's like 50 feet away okay 100 300 feet away but you can't see because your eyes are all correct and dunged out oh man yeah. wow <laughs> yeah I, don't hurt an animal i will yeah, kill you i i agree <laughs> okay he's mean huh anyway um before the warehouse was built the site was home to a small business that produced artificial limbs for soldiers wounded in the Civil War. That's some creepy stuff. My mom is probably like, what the fuck did I just birth? Like, who came up with that? I didn't teach her that. My you mom know? didn't teach me these things. We never talked about death. I had a great child. Okay. <laughs> she just... I don't think that there's anything wrong with, I mean, knowing what you would do to someone if they if they done fucked up. Yep. Like, you don't... You done don't, fucked don't, up. Don't fuck around that kind of stuff. Yeah. Rob Zombie's my favorite for a reason. Just be a nice human to yeah. everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. End of story. Okay. So for many Halloween brave Halloweens, 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 brave souls were invited to venture into the soap factory's bowels. I fucking hate that. Stop. Just okay. Just in, the, in the soap factory's basement for the Bowl. gallery's <laughs> annual Halloween haunted basement event. Oh, I wish I would have gone to that. That would have been so fun. Let's make our own. Even braver souls volunteered to play ghouls for the production. But exorcists take note. Quote, there's a spirit that kind of takes over our actors, says Tom Loftus, a past director. It can get pretty wild. Well, They're yeah. possessed. Yeah, they get possessed. No, they're just method acting. Method acting. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's probably ghosts. Okay. Next. Chase on the Lake. What's that? It's in Walker. What's uh, I'm going to tell you what it is. Do it. So, you got your EVPs, your ghost boxes, your EMF your, meters. Your spirit boxes. Yeah, yeah. Ghost boxes. Uh, but sometimes the best gauge of a hotel's spookiness is to simply pull the teenagers working at the front desk. <laughs> one quote from one of them is, oh, this place is so haunted. Chirped oh. one young employee. Uh, this summer, she said... The co-worker was downstairs servicing the resort's retro two-lane bowling alley. So it's a resort. There we go. I answered the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the near jai... When the, the near, near jai boot box. <laughs> <laughs> when the nearby jukebox jolted to life. Just like that. It made that sound. Yeah. It literally jumped to it, life. Yep. Um, this is another quote. And it was like... Playing his favorite song. OMG. <laughs> Other employee tales 
involve phantom children playing in the hallways, unplugged phones ringing. I don't like that either. I hate that. And the grandfather clock in the lobby spitting its key from its lock. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Grandfather clock's like, no, fuck you. I don't want to be a clock anymore. (laughs) Okay, and says, um, it's all due to Leech Lake's resort. Uh, meta-narrative of death, violence, and sorrow, claims Lee. I've been there. Oh, no. Yeah, I've been to Leech Lake, too. Oh, no. Okay. Have you have you been to the, the part where they have that metal slide in the water? I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. That's probably haunted, though. A metal slide in the water? Yeah. You get struck by lightning if you were out there. Oh, Okay, well. It didn't rain when I was there. Oh, well, all right. You would, though. Wow, I would. You would zap it. You would yep. fish fry right on that thing. <laughs> Nasty. Okay. While researching mysterious Minnesota, uh, Adrian Lee found that not only was the original Chase Hotel used as a temporary morgue for the dead soldiers during the 1898 Battle of Sugar Point. Sugar Point. (laughs) I don't know why I said sugar. (laughs) The Battle of Sugar Point. But later, on the cusp of the resort's first major renovation, the son of hotel founder... Lewis Bert Woodruff Chase died mm-hmm. of pneumonia. Oh, sad. On May 27, 1922. The grand reopening 11 days later doubled as a wake. Oh. Oh. God. That's morbid as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, all right. Uh, when the Chase celebrated its 2007 renovation, the family's original funeral garb was trotted out for an exhibition lobby. <laughs> and no. Teen employees take note. Uh, guests witness the frocks sway in the unexplained gush of wind. No. Yeah, no, thank you. Why is it that, I mean, obviously, like, I get it that in, in those times, like, there was a lot of wars going on, a lot of battles, and they needed place to, to store the dead, but, like, so many places, like, all the places that are like, ooh, haunted, ooh, it was used as a morgue. It's like, well, yeah, no shit, it's haunted. Yeah. It was used as a morgue. But all the dead people were bring yeah. out your dead. Bring yeah. out your dead. Yeah. They're already there. Ugh, okay. Don't mind me. Okay. I have um yeah. Um moving on. Another one. First Ave, Minneapolis. Oh, yes. We love it. If you're a true Minnesotan, you love music, you know First Ave. You love First Ave. Yep. Um it's not just a club. It's not just club kids and rockers that haunt this legendary music venue. Ask any employee and they'll confirm absolutely that just as that 80s Australian dark wave band insisted, the dead can dance. Ooh, I love it. Dave Schrader, uh, the bald-headed badass host of 103.5 FM's nightly dark paranormal show, Darkest Radio, has investigated the venue numerous times and alleges that the upstairs dance lounge, the record room, is one of the most active areas of the site. DJs frequently report hearing strange things over their headphones, he says. Growls, voices, screams. It's pretty off the hook bizarre. But the greatest first Ave legend has to do with the building's former self, the great Art Deco Greyhound Bus Center. Why is all Greyhound buses creepy? Damn. That opened on 7th Street in 1937. The story goes on that a young woman went to the station to meet her boyfriend, who was returning from World War II. Why the fuck was World War II so greyhound busy? I don't know. Dancing with the greyhounds. Buses and wars and ghosts. Oh my. Oh my. 
Yeah. Uh, when she was informed that he died in combat, she lurched into the restroom and hung herself. Yep. I've been in that restroom. It's creepy. Oh, God. You know what stall it is. It's... You know... Oh, my God. I remember you telling me about that. <gasps> oh. I Okay, I don't like the way that they use lurched. Because then I yeah. think, like... <laughs> you know, like Adam's no, saying in, in my mind... Oh, okay, yeah. In my you mind, know, it, like, lurched. Like, she threw herself into the bathroom and right, hung herself. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Okay. Yeah. In recent years, multiple staff... Or first staff staff members have reported seeing a ghastly scene in the fifth stall of the women's bathroom. A full-bodied apparition, throat wrenched to the side by a noose the women um or the woman always in a green army jacket is sometimes seen dancing at the club along with her other legless ghosts cue the thriller video (laughs) imagine just like walking in there and then seeing girl in a green army jacket to throw it all i mean messed up and and then just some like legless ghosts like how do they how, how they be dancing? That's that's just what I'm wondering. If they don't have legs, I don't, I don't they just, just be like, bopping. Just like, ooh. I don't know. So when you walked into the bathroom, like what'd you feel? I mean, like what did I went in there and I was like, am I gonna see a ghost? And I bet the ghost <laughs> was like, fuck you, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't really I, like it felt creepy yeah. just because I knew what had happened in sure. there, but I didn't I didn't see anything. Okay. But it did it. It's also just a creepy old bathroom. I feel like. A lot of old music venues, the bathrooms are usually not necessarily like sketchy, but mm-hmm. I mean the amount of drugs that have been done in those rooms, like yeah. it, it still just it has has history. It has some lot of like history. Some, some film on space. <laughs> yeah, just surfaces. Probably a lot of coke, but I mean we don't know. <laughs> not assuming anything. <clears throat> I'm assuming. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, so Mounds Theater in Saint Paul. Saint Paul. Saint Paul. Saint Paul. Minnesota. So, if you're an actor, all the world's a stage, right? So, why wouldn't the world, why wouldn't the next world be too? Uh, For the spirits of the historic Mounds Theater, considered the most paranormally active building in St. Paul, it is. Damn. The 1922 Playhouse enjoys long stretches of emptiness. The Jewel Box Theater only opens a couple of times a week for rehearsals and productions, and is professionally equipped, uh, making it the perfect space for fame-hungry phantoms to privately act out their dreams. It's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Consider it the haunting version of singing in the shower. And the goats get... The, the goats? <laughs> the ghosts get just as peeved when they're interrupted. I don't I don't get mad if I'm singing in the shower and someone comes... Do you sing in the shower? Yeah. Yeah, and if someone comes in, are you like, Whoa! <laughs> oh! Whoa! No, I'm no. trying Anything, you just gave me louder. <laughs> you, sh- you gave me a fright. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> okay. So, Jackie Day, who reopened the theater in 2001, attests to getting physically grabbed by a spirit while working late one night on a poster. Jesus. No, oh, thank you. Investigators prowling the basement have left with claw marks on their backs. Oh, my God. And in the production booth, still dominated by projection a Projection booth. Thank you. Yep. In the projection booth... Still dominated by a pair of hulking reel-to-reels, um, a foul-mouthed entity named Red has been known to hurl both obscenities and objects at women. No, thank Damn. you. Damn. Yeah. Red. He's really... Is that uh, Red from that 70s show? He's just putting his boot up I mean, maybe. everyone's ass? I don't know. He's just mad Your dad him. reminds me of Red. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. 
He's kind of giving me some red farming vibes. <laughs> but like in, in the best way. In the um, best of way. Of course. Yeah. Yes. He's not like, oh my gosh. He's, if, if red didn't talk. Yes. That's your dad. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. That, is, that is true. Oh my gosh. Oh, but the ghosts aren't all jerks. Uh, the theater's most notorious ghost is a young girl in a pink dress, often seen bouncing a ball on the stage. Cute. Wow. I would still be terrified if I saw a little girl. Like, I'd be Absolutely. like, no. Why do you have a ball on the stage? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, you're not... By yourself. Like, no. Go, where, where are your parents? <laughs> and then she'd be like, la, 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 And I'd be like, goodbye. Absolutely not. Um, all right. The very last one that we have is oh. Father Hennepin Bluffs Park in Minneapolis. St. Anthony, Maine, along the Mississippi Riverfront, is old, like super, super old. In the city's most elderly street, its limestone buildings bellied up against the cobblestone pavers since 1855. Um, if the spirits aren't there, says Kurt Hansen, what are they? Where are they? Also, what are they? Also, who are they? Where? Also, how are they? How? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Hansen's a guide for the real ghost tours of St. Anthony, Maine, Minnesota's only year-round ghost tour outfit. Why don't we know about How that? How have we not been there? I don't know. On Friday and Saturday nights, he escorts the curious along the, in quotes, Spirit River, a metaphysical Ooh. subway line that tour organizers believe carries entities beneath the buildings on Maine. <gasps> oh my god. It's like it's like platform three, nine and three quarters, but for, for ghosts. ghosts. Oh my god. That's the episode title. Yep. Platform nine and three quarters, but for ghosts. We have to write that down. I'm going to write that down right now. Because we always forget. Um, Fun fact, when we get to the end of our episodes, if we don't write it down, we're like, what were we going to call it? And then we have to try to like go back and find it. And then we go and have to listen. And we're like, was it that? I don't know. That's funny, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's a whole thing. So what is it? The platform nine and... Platform nine and three quarters. Comma. But for ghosts. Beautiful. Don't mind my typing. Okay. So. Ask this uh, Kurt Hansen guy nicely. And he'll give you a bonus scare. An investigation of the shadowy green spaces beneath the Hennepin and Third Ave bridges. Where the real action is. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, he snapped some photos of a dark tunnel where the tail race enters the Pillsbury A. Mill. Um, The image revealed hundreds of, in quotes, white bats. Um, it says an orgy of spectral beings. Busting from the tunnel in a murder of alien frenzy. Why so much death? I like Why that. so much death? In a murder of avian frenzy. That'd be a really cool band name. Yeah. White bats? Bats? No. Avian an frenzy. Orgy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> avian frenzy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that would be a cool name. Hansen notes that when the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers came to Minneapolis in the 1950s and 60s to construct two sets of locks at the tower or at the lower end of the falls, um, they destroyed an old spirit island, which was a body of land used as a burial ground by Native Americans. Mm-mm. That's so fucking naughty. Don't do that. Ugh. White people and they just take over. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think there was also. I don't know if this is true because I didn't like fact find a, a fact check from this, but I thought the um, the place where the St. James is, I thought that was also an Indian burial ground. Oh, God. So, like, why, like, why, why is it always, like, why white people be doing that? Why white people be doing that? <laughs> Naughty. You know? Yeah. Like, if, if you're digging, you're like, ooh, I want to have a big building here. You start digging, 
and then um, local natives are like, hey, no, please don't. Please don't. And they're like, ha-ha, we've claimed it. Like, no. Yeah. If you see bones, you don't keep digging. You walk away and you yeah. say, I'm sorry. You say, good day, ma'am. And you say, keep bye-bye. Going. Yep. Um, so then, too, uh, quoted, it's quoted that there have been hundreds of suicides off the 3rd Ave Bridge. Mm-hmm. There were four last year. And every time they take a body out of the water, the shore lights up with EVPs mm-hmm. for like two or three weeks. Oh, my God. Dude, I wonder if that's why bridges are so creepy, too. Because I feel like bridges just, like... They, like, emanate scare. Like, terror. A lot of people do, unfortunately, commit suicide off of bridges. And so, like, it makes sense why, like, bridges... That I don't makes know why. sad. That's really sad. Oof. Well... Wow. That's the end of that. That is the end of that. I didn't realize we don't... We don't have as many places as I thought. There's definitely more. Mm-hmm. These are just the the most, like, popular and most well, like, I don't know, navigated, researched. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Investigated. I learned a lot. Yeah. I want to go to these places. I would like to go to all of them. And see them and be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's go to every single place. Walk in, just be like... Whoa. Whoa. And then yeah. leave. Go to the next place. Yeah. Take a pic and then yeah. head out. Oh. Wow. Well, hopefully you guys aren't too scared. And yeah. you still like to live in Minnesota. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, well, this is only Minnesota. Think of all yeah. the places around. Everywhere. Like, I feel like for like old, old creepy places too, like the oldest is like 18 something. Like, if you go. I'm going to Salem? That's like. <laughs> You go out east, that's that's old. Yeah. I mean obviously there were there were people that lived here before, but it's just like if you think of like on the the, the scale of time of like mm-hmm. I don't know. You know. I don't know. The the east yeah. is older. I right. feel like up here like it was it was the plains and it was, you know, just it was just land. Land. And obviously there were people that lived, but I don't think a lot of people It was more like wanted. densely populated in the east. Yeah. yeah. It definitely was because it was wasn't as blastly cold too. Right. When I think about that. Right on the ocean. Yeah. Oh. Well, <laughs> it won't be the next episode, but in two episodes, I'll be back. And then yes. we can talk about it. <gasps> yes. I can oh give my gosh, yes. I'm so excited. We should do an episode, like, about Salem, then, if you they could just come from it. Yeah. We could do an episode on the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. We could also talk about the Witch Trials that were in Norway, since we're both Scandinavian. Yes. Because those are hefty as well. Let's do it. Amazing. This was good. What? Yeah. I I was going to talk about the moon because I feel like we haven't... Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the moon. Talked about the moon in a long time. Oops, that's It's the last star. quarter right now. It is the last quarter. I got a notification. I didn't know that I was getting notifications, but apparently one of my moon apps is like, it's the last quarter. And I was like, oh, cool. Oh, why don't you look at that? The moon zodiac today is Aquarius. Ooh. So, shout out to Aquarii men, people. Aquarii? Aquarian people? Yes. I mean, maybe it's Aquarii. It's not. It's definitely Aquarian. Aquarian? Ooh. Ooh, what was that? Fancer. Ooh, tomorrow is Aquarius Pisces. So, ooh. if you if you were Pisces, you know. Ooh, you got... Pisces got a few days. Ooh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. 
Ooh. Anyways. Yeah, the moon is at 49%. Yeah. Mm. A little less than half. It's kind of cold today. It is. I don't like it. Yeah. It was like so hot all weekend and now oh it's like... Gosh. Yeah, now it's like... Blur. A wee bit nipply. Foggy. Yeah. Nipply. A little too nipply for my, for my liking. Yeah. I just want to like make up its brine. Like, is it spring? Yeah. And it's just what is it? Each, each day is going to get hotter until... Yep. Well, not, not keep getting hotter. I guess I wouldn't want it to be like, all right, one degree each day. That way I would sweat. My, my sweat would sweat. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think this was a good episode. Back. I think so, too. Especially think... since we started it with the chariot. Oh, yeah, that was so that fun. Was, I feel that, like, that like, was set the pace, right. set the mood. If it was the tower, I would have cried. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is okay. our last episode. I'm just <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah. it feels good to get back into it. I, mm. Like, it was definitely beneficial for us to take the time to deal with our self and yeah. ourselves and get yeah. shit done. Lives, um, yeah. Because you gotta, gotta put your brain first and your mental health, all that kind of stuff. Because we always talk about that and we practice what we preach, so. Yep. It was good. Um, I don't even remember if we have anything else that we do besides, like, our sending off thing. Um... But we're making more stickers yes, eventually. Yes. So if you so. if y'all want some stickers, like let us know. We'll send them to you. Like I will send them to you. Yeah. I will personally walk to my post office. Yeah. I could easily drive to, but you guys mean a lot to me and I would walk for you. Yeah. Barefoot. Up, Barefoot. Uphill both ways. With glass on the ground. Yes. To personally deliver <laughs> fucking stickers to you. Yep. Buy our stickers. Okay. Buy them. Please. And you, where can you find us? Well, we're on we're on a lot of things. We're, we are on a lot of things. We're on Instagram, which now yeah. that we are back to life, we will be posting daily, like we had in the past. We have been, yeah. So Ellie's super good at that. We're, we're back to that. I, you know, and our Insta is it's not a phase pod. We have a website www.itsnotafazemompodcast.com. Mm-hmm. and we have a TikTok. Not a phase mom podcast. That we need to do. That we literally say every single episode, oh, we should post to TikTok. You know, and then we don't. We we will. Okay. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Page. 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 It's not a phase mom podcast. And we're on Patreon. It's not yes. a phase mom. We're and available. We're available on... Anchor. Apple Podcasts. Breaker. Google Podcasts. Overcast. Pocket Casts. Radio Public. Spotify. And CastBox. Heck yeah, dude so that's where we be listen um tell share. your friends shout out to like, bahrain the new yes. country that's oh my gosh yeah 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 bahrain we have it's um the middle east yeah i'd never heard of it before so that was really thank cool. you thanks for listening to us it's it's super fun um if you feel so inclined uh, to rate and review and subscribe on apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, mm-hmm. really makes a difference mm-hmm. um five stars is ideal but tell us how you really feel but don't because we'll cry. Yeah, we're very sensitive. <laughs> we're very sensitive. So, <laughs> just just be be kind, please. Okay. Oh gosh. Sorry, Thanks, that was a, that was a cackle. It's like Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we love you, and we'll see you next time. Okay. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.